Welcome to the Oh Dear Podcast. <laughs> we're here. We've had technical issues, but we're here. Uh, joining me, of course, is Christian Duran and Brett Rabel. Uh, we were talking about some stuff, but I feel like we've just lost steam on it because... <laughs> no, I'm going to give you... Stopped and started, stopped and started. No, and I'm giving you fault. your steam back. Whitmer was uh, <laughs> extolling the frustration of... Everyone constantly in the political biosphere just attempting to only ever dunk on the other side and never engaging in their own blind spots, but making sure to call everyone else on on their own. The most recent example is Glenn Greenwald, a famous you call them a conservative journalist. I think he's liberal, but he's just so insistent, almost militantly so on calling liberals out on their bullshit, because especially on Twitter, that doesn't really exist. It becomes right. certainly a progressive circle jerk is, I think, fair to criticize Twitter for becoming. Yeah. But, but what did he say? What he was discussing? So Trump, Trump got banned. What is it? Tr- Trump's Facebook ban was basically um, upheld on Facebook. Yeah. And Facebook's made a decision to uphold it after reviewing it, this, that, and the other. And basically, Glenn Greenwald comes out and basically says, you know, liberals are people who think that tiny coffee shops or, or uh, bakeries shouldn't you know be able to bake whatever cookies they want or cakes that they want based off of their own principles or moral you know religious beliefs or anything like that alluding to like the famous case of like a, a bakery denying making a wedding cake for a gay couple right. and then they also simultaneously believe that tech companies are private companies and that they shouldn't, you know, they can do whatever they want. They can censor whoever they want. They can deplatform or platform whoever they want because it's their right. They're a private company. And it's like, I get their point, but when you, I get his point, but when you say that, all you have to do is flip it and then you just reveal the other side's uh, bias or, you know, being a hypocrite or whatever you want to say, is that conservative people think that little bakeries can do whatever they want and deny making cakes for gay people. But they also think that tech companies should be, you know, broken up and like regulated and this, that and the other. Um, so it's, it, I just, and it's just in an attempt to dunk on one side, you're just completely showing the other side is also right. full of shit. So like, right. what's the point in any of this? And the, the other example was like, when people say, you know, certain people think if you ban abortions that it doesn't work because banning stuff doesn't work. Banning drugs and banning abortions don't work. But then you want to ban guns? What the fuck, dude? And then it's like you can say the you can just flip it on the other side and say, you know, you don't want to ban guns, but you want to ban abortion or you want to ban drugs and banning doesn't work. Any, you know, it's like it's, know, this it's is nauseating. Dude, even more to the point, I feel like both sides are like rape is bad. Believe all women. <laughs> Unless, of course, they criticize one of our own, in which case they're lying bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that too. That's another very good point. Yeah. Believe all women, unless, of course, they accuse someone with the same political stripe as me. Yeah, of in course. In which case these dumb, lying whores are at it again. <laughs> That's so true. Because like, if it's like, if you, um, you know, if it's uh, the lady who who uh, spoke out against Brett Kavanaugh. Then he's like, what, you know, let's go into her history. What is she, who, who, who's to say she's telling the truth. This was years ago. How did she remember or whatever the, the uh, attack on her was. And then when it's like the ladies who, um, you know, spoke out against Biden or whatever, they're like, you know, they're like, you know, she, Joe Biden's a creep. And we got to believe all these. Women. It's all, 
It's yeah, all horseshit, man. It's yeah. fucking annoying. <laughs> we believe the women who who accuse the uh, the people we disagree with politically. Yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot. It's like there's like this weird thing, especially like not cancel culture, but just like the the idea of like if you go on Reddit, you can see who who you're supposed to like and who you're not supposed to like. But it's just like the idea of empathy. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you have empathy for people you already like, you know what I mean? Like empathy is like, is not reserved for people that are, that you feel are already good. It's actually like, it's sort of the definition is to have empathy for people you dislike kind of. I, well, that's why I really, in the last year or so, I've really empathized a lot with like Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey <laughs> <Epstein>. <laughs> like two people that I just like, I just what don't are they agree going with. through, you know? Yeah. It is funny. Well, you uh, know, Jeffrey Epstein struggled with depression and he tragically killed himself and yeah, you know, I just feel like it's not enough. Like we don't talk about <laughs> mental issues and mental health enough, you know? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> It's, you know, people don't talk about depression and sex trafficking billionaires enough. I think that's an underserved uh, subset of the discussion. And if we're going to bring up intersectionality, we really need to talk about the intersectionality of billionaires and human traffickers. Like, what are those two? I, I don't fucking know. What What's the Venn diagram on that one? I'm, I, I, whenever someone, I, I have a sense sometimes of just like when people are hyper liberal and they just start saying, I think liberals really engage in word salad. I'm yeah. going to call it word saladry a lot. And sometimes some of these just, it's just a new handbook of terms to sound smart. Yep. But you're not actually fucking saying that much. And yeah. I guess if the point of intersectionality is, what is it? It's like, basically, it's like white women. All right. In society, uh, not white people are shut out of shit. So it's the uh, white you know, overrule stuff or, or, or women are out of, shut out of shit, you know, men generally shut women out. And then it's like, even in feminism, which is, you know, portends to, uh, and does sometimes obviously lift women up, then feminism shuts out non-white people. Like, right. That's like the thing of like, yeah. And trans people and trans people. Um, I, I'm going to start calling, you know, how there's cis, like, Oh, cis, white guy like a cis like yeah. cisgender means uh it's what you identify <laughs> you know what it means brett it means normal <laughs> i was that's I what was they, thinking the exact that's same what they thing mean. that's what they mean they just mean normal people i was normal thinking the people. exact same thing but i was like yeah you can't really say that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, I'm a That's why they invented a term because they didn't want to be like, well, normal people. Normal. Well, we can't call them normal because that implies everybody else is abnormal. It's so fucking funny, man. Well, I'm gonna start calling fellow. Uh, you know, like I'm gonna call him sis. Like, what's up, sis? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's up? How you doing, sis? CIS, baby. That's uh, mm-hmm. that's the new term. Yeah, it's weird that we do have ad. Few people feel the need to add uh, cis to, you know. I don't. I, you know, this maybe I sound like an old man yelling out of the cloud, but trans people are genuinely. I, I don't know the exact number. I'm pretty sure they're like point one percent ish, point three of the population. Yeah, and yet, yeah, 
they really are a enormous part of the conversation. Right. And I'm not saying that's yeah. bad or I'm mad about it, but it is it is interesting to feel that we have to add the word cis to define everyone else based yeah, on ninety-eight percent of people. It's almost yeah. no, it's almost like, you know, non non I guess I can't say midget. Um too late. Shit. <laughs> the, shit. Uh, well no. It, it is true. Matter. We don't have a we don't we don't have a term for non dwarf or yeah. non midget. You know, there isn't a term for that. It's because yeah. like and then they're like, "Oh, you, you're othering people," and it's like, "All right," but like, I don't know. It's it's you know, it's like you would think with the amount of time, the amount of time, and all of the the attention it gets, and how much we talk about it, that like everybody has a transgender neighbor, right? <laughs> but yeah. there's only like yeah. fucking a hundred thousand of them in the whole country. And right. I lived with one of them, and she was really mean. and you have to understand i'm treating someone as an equal when i say that they are they are not simply a beautiful angelic specimen the the great example of course is caitlin jenner which i don't know if you guys saw this of course it's like the fucking funniest shit ever dude that's like caitlin jenner is like literally south park like it's like you know she comes out she's like she first of all she wants to run for the governor of california because the governor of california is going to be recalled apparently because uh, of his like he's been doing a horrendous job in California in general. Well, um, now that the now that they're opening up, now that they're opening up, people are like, oh, I guess we're still going to recall him, even though we don't care anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, they only this, cared this, when it was. Yeah, but on. this goes back to this is another thing too that drives me crazy about it is like I I listen to the this podcast with these like these tech people, Silicon Valley people who all live in California, and they're not by any means um, they don't tow one party line or the other more than any other one. My whole point is, is that they were very disgusted with Gavin Newsom's oh, response really? to the pandemic and also to crime in general. And like, so all, all, just the, the job that he's been doing and they wanted to recall him. But then like everybody on the left is like, Oh, these radical Republicans are trying to get Gavin Newsom out of California. And it's like, California is one of the most liberal states. Who are these radical Republicans you're talking about? Like, they don't even exist in the state. Like, he sucks. And Cuomo sucks, too. And these, like, these fucking, like, Democratic fucking lifelong politicians who are, like, dug in like ticks, they all fucking suck. They're not good either. So, you know, I forget why we went, oh, Caitlyn Jenner. So she basically wanted to recall this dude. And uh, CJ, CJ. And then it comes out that like, she's basically like, she doesn't believe that trans women should be able to compete in with women's sports and women's sports, which is just like, so fucking funny that she would think that like, yeah, but you couldn't, you make the argument too, that if she believes that, like who has more of an expertise than a former Olympian who's transgender, like, you know, like, like, shouldn't that be, shouldn't. Caitlyn Jenner's opinion on the subject be like the end all be all. You'd be like, listen, not only is she trans, but she used to be an Olympian. She used to run track. She used to do all of the the events that we're talking about. So like, I I don't know. I just find it funny that like she, first of all, she goes, she goes that way, but also I respect her more because like she doesn't just cave. She doesn't just cave and just toe the line. She believes what she believes. Let her believe it. Well, it'd be like it. It'd be yeah, like sorry. It'd be like if Rodney King was still alive, and then when George Floyd happened, he'd be like, "I mean, 
come on, don't resist. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, but why was he resisting? I I wasn't. (laughs) Why do you have fentanyl in this system? I wasn't doing drugs back then. I was just an innocent man. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, I I actually think it, uh, I, I agree with you that it, it's not that she's like a crazy or silly person. I think it perhaps it's worth considering that she's bringing up a valid point. She's, you know, you can't use oftentimes liberals and I got, I feel like I sound like an old man, but they'll just associate, they'll try and attack someone's humanity as if that person can't empathize with another person's humanity. And so they go toward identity. But that Caitlyn Jenner is an example of identity is neutralized. She and and you're like, she is a trans person. So she probably unless you're calling her an Uncle Tom of the trans community, we'll we'll say an Uncle Tanya. Um, (laughs) um, But unless you're calling her that, you have to respect that maybe she has some validity to her argument or that the argument against trans athletes in competing in sports at least at professional and collegiate levels doesn't come from a place of like fuck that group of people they aren't good enough it comes from a place of wanting to preserve fairness which is a harder thing to argue because well it's true men are just naturally more athletic than women liberals are like what about the science? And then when it comes to science that doesn't confirm the worldview that everyone yeah. Yeah. has to have yeah. everything like the science is true. And this is what fucking pissed me off. I read an article from NPR that I, I didn't mention to you where I was like, you know, they're talking about trans people in sports and here, well, what does the science say? And it's by NPR. They said that the a scientist who has some legit credentials said men on average are 10% better at, than women at sports. And I just go, yeah, that's the number you got, 10%. Has anyone ever watched the NBA and gone, these guys are 10% better than the WNBA <laughs> players? Is, yeah. is well, really I think 10 fucking percent? Yeah, well, I think it's the I think we're looking at athletes, but the average if you just average it out, there are some men who are just probably terrible at sports or whatever. So mm-hmm. like and yeah, so like someone like Christian versus someone who like a woman who is super athletic, Christian yeah. would dominate. Wouldn't that be crazy if like I just picked up a tennis racket for the first time and beat Serena Williams? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard I've heard this that like the tennis players, like there are like college tennis players who had, who couldn't sniff the, the, the US Open or the tour of the professional circuit yeah. who like have beaten Serena Williams and just swept her in all the sets. That's and it's nothing insane. against Serena Williams. It's nothing against her at all. It's She's just like, still, yeah. yeah, the thing is, this is what I've heard people say about gender and stuff is they say there are two sexes, but there are multiple genders. You can be male or female or, or, you know, non-binary transgender, like gender is a, is a construct. It's fluid, but there's two sexes. And I'm like, okay, well, if that's what you're going to say, that's fine. Then let's make, let's separate the sports out by sexes then, not genders. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to make the, if you're going to say that there are biological differences between men and women, 
or, or you know, female, male, and say, listen, those are those are those are called sex, though. But gender, anybody can be anything. It's all fluid. Be like, fine. You know, let's take a step back. If that's the what we're all going to agree on, if that's the PC thing, then let's separate things out via sex instead of via gender. Then what's the, you know what I mean? Like at this point, we're arguing semantics. So I don't get it um, at all. But one of the if, things I was like talking if, about, oh, you finish. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick. It's like if gender is a construct, you know, then you're constructing it, too. well that's i always thought you're just reconstructing it like you're just reconstructing which is fine i don't care i'm not even mad about this shit i just want a new political party just called everyone just chill out and be cool like it's just like (laughs) yeah it's just like everyone just chill out and be nice to people and like just try our best to be respectful yeah, just I have no axe to grind. Like, what possible axe could I grind with someone who is non-binary or anything? Of course, like not. I don't, I don't have to understand it in order for me to think you should have equal protection under the law, and you should have all the uh, same opportunities everybody else has, and you shouldn't be discriminated against or anything. I don't have to understand it at all. I would believe that if you thought. You know, you were some like a different animal. I don't care. Like, I know that that's like the hack thing and this, that, and the other. I'm just my point is is. I think but, everybody should have equal protection under the law. And that's but, the thing. Yeah, go, go, my bad. But going under going with science, it's like, you know, the left claims to be like the party of science and stuff. But you're right. As soon as the science doesn't line up with their viewpoint. It gets dismissed. It gets dismissed. And this does a complete disservice to everything. Yeah. And not just not just science, but to data. Well, the, the most obvious one is is pandemic shit now. Is like the CDC guidelines have been. They say that hey, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask outside. Well, Brookline, Massachusetts, is like this super liberal place. Go, that's ridiculous. No, we're gonna <laughs> uphold our outdoor. So you're going against science. You're a science denier. You're an anti-vaxer. You think that people who are vaccine, you basically say the vaccine doesn't work. That's what you're yeah. saying. If you say that you have to wear a mask outside while you're fully vaxxed, what you're saying is, is the vaccines don't claim to do what they say that they do. You're, you're an anti-vaxxer. Like, what is like that? I don't understand how people can just be this fucking obtuse and this much, like, have no cognitive dissonance whatsoever. Like, and, and, and when I say a disservice, like, there's this study that came out, like, I think it was, like, the FBI, and it came out, came out with, like, um, like the majority of people who commit violent crimes are African American or Latino. And then the liberals see that. And instead of, they go, that's racist. And it's like, okay, let's just say it's true now. I'm, you know, what are the reasonings behind? What are the reasoning behind it? The reasoning isn't because they're, cultural background makes them predisposed to commit crimes. It means that the majority of people living in those communities are undereducated. They're, they're under finance funded. They live in terrible places and places like that tend to commit more crimes right? because that's like the way you survive. So like if you just look at those statistics and instead of just saying that's wrong and racist, you go, wow, maybe we should look into that. Maybe you could actually find the socioeconomic reasons for all of those things and actually pull those communities up and actually help those communities and help those people stay out of, you know, trouble, well, it's like, give them purpose and give them opportunity. Like it does a disservice to those people to just act like that's racist. Right. And then the other side is like, I told you they're all animals. It's like, you're both idiots. You're both stupid idiots. But, you're, you're not actually 
taking in the information and doing anything about it. The central truth, I think, is that like, like, why do people of color like what is the culprit behind, let's say, a, a black community committing more crimes? It's rap music. We have to. Talk <laughs> to <rap music>. Yeah, <laughs> this is, by the way, that's a real take that has and does persist. Uh, yes, yeah. like, there was there was that it's like a famous Fox News video. I think it's on Kendrick's album, but I think like someone says like. They just say like racism, rap music has held people, black people back. Like the, the thesis was rap has held black people back more than actual racism. <laughs> it's just like, what, who has these opinions? Where does as this if, come from? As if like, as if like those community, there wasn't like crime in those communities when fucking Sam Cooke was making music. You know, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah, that's what she. As that's if like she, when yeah. Parliament was out, like Earth Wind yeah. and Fire was out, but like everything was all good. Yeah, basically everything in the black community was amazing until the fucking nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, I think we're all trying to make the same. <laughs> We all wanted to do it. Sugar Hill Gang. <laughs> Sugar Hill Gang started it, dude. Yeah. Rip, you a, rap, a ribbit, a ribbit, a rip, rip, rap. Like that wow. started all the violence and crimes. So much yeah. that. Wow, Christian. That I mean, those guys, what a bunch of thugs. The, the, the Sugar Hill Gang were. What yeah. they were saying. You ever go to a cookout and your auntie's food ain't no yeah. good? Like, <laughs> I'm one to Mike and I'm on the mic. Like, oh, that, that was like Mike and Mike, sick. <laughs> I'm one to Mike, and I'd like to say hello to the red, oh. the brown, the yellow, and yellow. Oh like that God. really inspired a lot of vicious rapes. <laughs> <laughs> They're just normal people so, walking around, and then they yeah. heard that, and they just hulked out into <laughs> rape monsters. <laughs> I mean, the amount of drive-bys that that group of guys had to have inspired. Wow. I, 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 just, I just hate that argument because it's like the, the thing about that, even with the statistics thing, but it, it's just so funny that people go like, well, how do we fix that? And nobody ever takes a second to go like, hey, why don't we like reevaluate the fact that there were we have a system that incentivizes crime if you can't like if you don't have a job like, yeah. like where you have to resort to crime in order to like survive literally in just yeah. our in a system where we go like, well, if you don't have money, it's like that amazing line from the departed. This is America. If you're not making money, you're a fucking douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically the motto of America. And then the left steps in with like programs that can help, but they almost also keep them there. It's almost yeah. like it's almost like they rely on them always living in the conditions that they live in so right. that their platform like if they just like if Biden just cured all of that shit, say like, let's say he just miraculously had a policy that just lifted up all those communities tomorrow and like everybody passed it like it's almost like they wouldn't have anything to run on anymore they wouldn't have a way to campaign other th other than the victory lap of doing that but after that wears off it's like oh well now you know they're just basically gonna say what like they need people to feel like they need to feed people to feel like their lives are fucking in squalor and they need the the new president will fix it you know mm -hmm. So 
I don't know, man. It's like things like welfare and social programs and stuff are really good in terms of like making sure that people don't basically die of starvation, but it doesn't really do anything to like lift anybody out of anything. And I think that like, that's the thing is like, it's like empowerment and, and it all comes through like, in my opinion, like education. And like, I really do believe that the form of reparations that we should pass is a form of reparations that basically funds the, these communities schools. I mean, like how many times, I mean, there's literally, I remember this famous podcast from like, I don't know, like seven years ago that was about two schools in the Bronx that were like five square miles apart from each other. And one of them was like, because it was in the nice rich part of the Bronx was literally like the, the fucking best school ever. Mm -hmm. And then the other school was a fucking horrendous. And then there was a program where they sent the kids of the bad school to the good school. And when the black kids got there, like into the white good school, they felt so they were like, this is what you guys have this. Like they were like eight years old and they figured they were just yeah. immediately saw how unfair and shitty the system was. Uh, and it's yeah. like, yeah, man, that's shitty. Like that shouldn't be that way. Like, like uh, the schools, you shouldn't fucking, uh, whatever. Andre, what Andre told me this funniest shit where, we were talking about going back to your old, like your old uh, high school and being like, oh shit, like, eh, you know, and I mentioned my old high school, which was a Jesuit Catholic high school and mm-hmm. like, oh shit, their computer room has like MacBooks now. And on Andre, who is our friend who is black, who's raised from Jamaica, Queens, he said, uh, he went back to his old school and he goes, oh shit, you guys got furniture now? <laughs> <laughs> You guys got chairs? Whoa. Uh, furniture now. I see you. All right. He has so just go, of, go, 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 go ahead. No, he, I don't want to get too off on a tangent, but he had one of the funniest, he, like funniest stories I've ever heard, which was also like heartbreaking was that he went to um, like a camp. Do you remember when he was told this is he went yeah. to like a camp one time, like a summer camp. Yeah. And like, it was basically like fight camp. <laughs> like I yeah. even, like the, the counselors would like get the kids together and like, just make them go on a hill and fight each other. <laughs> yeah. He said that they had to run up this hill, which is like boot camp. You're running yeah. hills. And yeah. when you got to the top, you had to fight everybody who else. <laughs> <laughs> And like the winner got like lunch or something. <laughs> I was saying, I was saying it sounded like when they're on the bus to the camp, like somebody did the old cartoon thing where they switched the sign. It's like fight camp or prison camp. And they just like some evil villain just <laughs> flipped the sign and they went the wrong way. <laughs> Dude, those stories are insane. Anyway, sorry, um, I cut you off. No, I was just going to say like, and going back to the school example, I think like a lot of liberal people would be like, well, they need to take the, the money away from the the rich white school and give it to the black school but i think like i think we're we're like we're in a time where like socialism is a very popular idea but i think socialism is a way of like making everybody equal but not thrive because if you just took the nice stuff away from the, the nice school and then just redistributed it to all the poor schools, you would have 11 shitty schools instead mm-hmm. of one great school and 10 shitty schools. So like the goal would be lifting the shitty schools up to the level of the good school and then having everybody have good shit, which I don't yeah. think you can just do by equally distributing everything everywhere. So I think socialism is this like really popular idea now, but I, I, I do think like it, it fundamentally 
it makes people equal, but it makes people like equally poor. It doesn't make people equally rich. Yeah. Yeah, there was a Jordan, my brother, obviously, you know, had a great point and joke about how like conservatives will often bring up uh, trickle down economics and the value of it's trickle down economics, you know, and he's like, who the fuck wants a trickle? <laughs> like, and what, have you ever been to a friend's house and they're, they're like, can I get you a trickle of water? Would you like just like uh, just a trickle? <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing. You know, I actually read something recently, um, which blew my mind about tax and like inequality in this country and stuff. Did you like if just the current tax laws that we currently have right now, no changes, no redistribution, no increasing taxes on the rich, just the current taxes we have now, if the IRS had any way of actually enforcing them to a degree and and people were held accountable and had to pay taxes, we would literally create like a trillion dollars more in revenue over the next couple of years. But the problem is, is the IRS has no ways of doing that. So rich people will just just outwardly lie on their taxes because they know that the, the IRS can't do anything about it. Yeah. And they'll not pay taxes. They'll just throw money offshore and not pay. So it's like, I'm not even going to argue that we need to change the tax code and tax rich people more. I'm just arguing that just the current pay. tax code should fucking be with, withstanded and enforced and have people just pay what they're supposed to pay. Now we don't even have to yeah. increase anything. And we would fucking create, we would make so much more money. It's just ridiculous. And I, I get the other side of it, too. And it's like, oh, you want me to give my money to the federal government? The federal government's like the fucking least efficient, horribly run thing alive. And like part of that probably is a funding issue, to be fair. So maybe if they had more funding, they would be a little bit more efficient. But also, like, I totally get that because how many times I mean, Brett and I going on the unemployment uh, New York City on un- New York State unemployment website. um, trying to get unemployment during the pandemic. I mean, we both had horror stories about just trying to get through. And it's like, that's what happens when the government isn't. I mean, look at the vaccinations. Like, why why don't they do vaccine vaccines? Like, 24-hour facilities that just do them all day, all night. Switch off, rotate the fucking uh, I, I nurses. Did. I, like, the fact yeah. that, like, they're being done at, like, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. when people are working – or like, I'll be, or, I'll, but wait, I, that's not fully true. I got my vaccine at 1.30 a.m. And when they sent me that as my time, I was like, is this legit? Like, <laughs> well, that's they, good. That's like, good that they, said, they, yeah. it's yeah. like, they give you an address is just an alley. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to ask for Brad. Brad's going <laughs> to <laughs> Hey, kid, um, you want a vaccine? He's got a trench coat. Flash like, his dick. Make sure you ask for Big Brad, though, because Little Brad, he doesn't have the right thing. He doesn't do it. <laughs> Big Brad does, though. It's a guy outside of a fucking chain thing, and I have to look up at the camera in the top left corner so they can see <laughs> yeah. my face, and then it gets, all right, you're good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's down. good. So they clearly changed that rule, but for across the country, from what I understand, it's very it's it's been like that, where it's like very limited, and like of course, there's also the issue of people not wanting the vaccine for political reasons. That was another thing I read this week was that like a good portion of uh, I think it was like Republicans, they polled people who didn't want to get the vaccine and the leading cause, the leading reason for them not wanting the vaccine is because liberals wanted them to get it. (laughs) That's literally, (laughs) that's literally, they're like, no, I'm not going to do it because they want me to do it. 
that's the number one reason why people who are refusing the vaccine yeah, gave. That's so they just didn't want to give them the pleasure. They, they, they're they like, well, you know, you fucking call us hicks all the time. You fuck with us all the time. Yeah, nan and a boo-boo. My grandma yeah. died in your face. <laughs> that is so funny because it's like New York is opening up like – restaurants and stuff are opening up fairly soon to full capacity but july 1st it's like everything i just love that they're like you know after july 1st if you don't have it fuck you (laughs) You just fuck you well that's that's uh, good i mean i think like let them have the consequences i'm saying like Like basically like no they're, they're saying to like anybody that doesn't have the vaccine if you don't have it by july 1st you're you know we're not doing masks we're not doing i mean i'm sure we're still doing masks but he's like you're you're on your own like we're gonna close everything down until july 1st but once that's that once that's up if you don't have a vaccine and you're you get covid then you fucked up are they actually are they going to ask for like a vaccine card at places i don't know there's talk about like to get into canada you would need a vaccine passport um that is straight up orwellian I know, dude. You know it's going to happen. You know that's what they're going to say. When you have dude, to. you're going to make me fucking show a piece of yeah. paper? Dude, fuck you. I, I was like, aren't you yeah. already doing that with dude, a passport? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you literally already have to show them a piece of paper. So now it's two pieces dude, of paper. Wonder, now it's tyranny. Uh, it's like, I wonder, literally by the tyranny. Way, George Orwell. Yeah. Go, go, Brett. Go, go, go. No, I was going to say tyranny. Like, Orwell, when he wrote... <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Where the interruptions of each other are even funny. <laughs> go, Rick. Go, Rick. Go, Rick. I was going to say, like, having one piece of paper is normal, but two pieces of paper is tyranny. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I was going to say, it's just so like, it takes the funny out of everything we were going to say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do you think if George Orwell knew when he wrote 1984 that people were going to be annoying as fuck about it? Yeah. In 20, like in whatever amount of years. Yeah. Just annoying as fuck. Claiming He's like, everything. I was talking about Russia now <laughs> when I wrote 1946, you idiots. Yeah. Not the fact oh my that, God. you know, McDonald's drive through is closed or something. Yeah. I got an email from one of my brothers who sent me, like forwarded me an email from that my dad sent them and we all know how conspiratorial my dad is. And one of the fucking greatest things I've ever read <laughs> was uh, this guy called COVID. He said, uh, everybody knows COVID 1984 is just, and I was like, Ugh, uh, 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 that's right up there with pandemic. You're like, you're fucking uh, so hacky. You uh, idiot. Yeah. Like, how do you not just open up that blog and see somebody referring to it as the pandemic and calling it COVID-1984 and not just be like, oh, yeah, they're clearly just having an axe to grind here. Like, That's where people- you're wrong, Wit. That guy got hired to write on The Simpsons. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I do want to talk about something that's pr- related. That I, I, mean, I just saw this article about just cringy cringy slogans like that and cringy stuff. Um, so apparently, there's a new word called chuggy. C-H-E-U-G-Y. And this article says, what is chuggy? You know it when you see it. Out of touch, basic. A new term to describe a certain aesthetic is gaining popularity on TikTok. So chuggy is like when you see somebody who has like, and this is, it's the dumbest name to me. It sounds, the name itself is cringy to me, but it's like chuggy is like when you see somebody with like a a mug that says like girl boss 
or uh, <laughs> it's like uh, I'm seeing this. Uh, I keep seeing videos like this. The word my friend is chuggy. It's not quite basic, which can, which can describe someone who is a, a conformist or perhaps generic in their taste. And it's not quite uncool. It's not embarrassing or even always negative. Chuggy can be used broadly to describe someone who is out of date or trying too hard. And while a lot of cheeky things are associated with millennial women, the term can be applied to anyone of any gender and any age. Um, it's basically like, they're basically saying like anybody that like binges the office and, <laughs> and says like 20 fun on their 21st birthday or like, thank you next. Or like I did a thing. After cutting their hair on a picture or something. Oh right. my god! Yeah. <laughs> oh god! All of these are making me cringe more and more. <laughs> I did a thing. It's like, oh fuck! Whoa. I don't like you. I don't even yeah. know who this is, and I don't like them. It's the it's just the, yeah, yeah. People who are unoriginal, I think, is like yeah. what it is. Is and, and it's like unoriginal. they the unoriginal is a great way of putting it, and they say the unoriginal thing. And they, they act as almost if they're so original by saying it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's the thing that's so annoying. But the thing is with the internet culture, like I give it four minutes until Chugi is Chugi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. like we're, we're like the wrong people are using Chugi. You're like, yeah. it's just going to be whatever. Dumb that's term, fucking hilarious. But it's great. It's a, uh, it's a very apt. It's Chugi. Chugi is getting married at 24 and having his and hers bath towels in that, in that font. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've oh, always boy. noticed the his towel a lot crustier. <laughs> the his towel is yeah. more of a cracker at this point. Oh, but that is God. just really funny. Like pandemic, it's like <laughs> that's cons- but that's like conservative chuggy. That's like yeah, there's really like is. there's like white woman chuggy, and then yeah. there's like conservative chuggy. And I, I wish I could find this article that I read because just the first sentence was like the most just cringy th- sentence I've ever read. I probably shouldn't have even brought it up because I can't even read it because I don't have it. But God yeah. damn it. It's like, I mean, it's a perfect example in COVID-1984 and like, oh, this is all just to control you. And this is what I love but, too is like people like the vaccines do the vaccines. You know, Bill Gates has the patent on every vaccine and uh, oh, Bill, yeah. Gates, Bill Gates wants to kill everybody. <laughs> I'm like, dude, if you really were going to kill everybody, if that really was your Lex Luthor hill to die on, why would you kill the obedient people who went and got a vaccine? <laughs> yeah. You want to? You would kill the other people. You would. Yeah. Be, you would be like, no, the people who are getting vaccines are the people who we want because they do whatever we say. They trust <laughs> yeah. things like science, like a bunch of retards. Yeah. Uh, but you know, what if we? You know, you would want to get the other people. Like that's what's so <laughs> stupid about it. Like, Bill Gates is like. I want to kill everybody and have a nation of free thinkers, a world of (laughs) (laughs) rebels under my thumb. (laughs) Um, Yeah. You just want to be left over with Trump supporters all day. Like that, that's what you want, Bill Gates. Well, um, Natasha was reading me this thing that like QAnon people now believe that um, Bill Gates is uh, the reason that Bill Gates got divorced is because Melinda found out what he was planning with his vaccines. (laughs) She finally got a, like, She's been married to this guy for what, like 50 years or something. And now she's figured out that his, his now she's realized the plan. She's like, like, I'm not going to, 
Yeah, it's like a ahead. movie where she stumbled into the basement and <laughs> found his thing, and then he was behind her. Well, it looks like he discovered my plan. I love how I love how it's like. Oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. She turns around. He goes, "Look at it. Isn't it beautiful?" <laughs> <laughs> You're a monster. (laughs) But it's like, what I think is so funny about that argument is like, instead of calling the cops, she's like, let's just part ways. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, because, yeah, it's like, well, let's part ways mutually, you know, mutually uh, appreciative. Just so come up with a figure. And I swear to God, every, every conspiracy theory just comes from like it, dude, it's just bad movie writing. That's all it is. Yeah. It's all like, yeah. Every motivation is a bad movie motivation. Dude, conspiracy theories jumped the shark. Ever yeah. since ever since 9-11, conspiracy theories jumped the fucking shark. They had one last great breath of of something with the Epstein yeah. wasn't actually killed. Because that's he what he was or not something wasn't was actually killed. That. Something with Epstein, like he knew some shit. I do believe it's not a conspiracy. Someone somewhere fucking off them so that the rich, you know, so whatever. But that was their last like, oh, it's actually kind of a good one. But they jumped the fucking shark. They're they're awful now. They're not interesting. (laughs) Now? (laughs) Yeah. But they're, know, they you're, you're right. They really are shitty movie writing where it's like if you wrote that in a movie, it's like this is like they're like made for TV movie yeah. movie writing. It's like 80s political thriller. <clears throat> yeah, I think Christian was saying this years ago, like when the whole it all came out that NS, the NSA actually was spying on us. Yeah. It's like even when they're right, they can't just accept that they're right. They have to like keep like, they, you know, they could have just been like, yep. I told you guys they're, they're spying on you, but they're also like, yeah, but what about the aliens and what about the <laughs> yeah. lizard people? And it's like, it's like here, now that I got your dude, attention, let me, you fucking let me more literature. On. Yeah. Come on, dude. You were right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I have some other literature you might be interested in. No, <laughs> it's like an Amazon list. If you thought yeah. that was good, you should also check out flat earth. <laughs> yeah. You might also another, like, yeah. Another thing that also like, Someone was like talking about how Alex Jones was right about a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. And like, and the thing is, is like the things that he was right about. Um, it wasn't that he wasn't, it wasn't that he was right about those things. It was just like the direction that he took those things. Like, basically it's like five plus five equals 10. And he was right about that. But once you get to 10, he goes, then all of a sudden, and it's like when you go on to the extra shit, it completely nullifies the fact that you were right. Yeah. So like they listed like and four th- things that he was right about, but like his the way he extrapolated the meaning of those four things he was right about is psychotic. So it doesn't even matter that he was right four times. It really doesn't. Yeah. And also, like, would you also, ever put Tom Brokaw's name and be like, you know, he was right four times once? Like, I don't, the way he does, he used to do three hours of radio a day. He was right four times. Fuck off. That's not impressive. Yeah. yeah Alex Jones, I think, uh, uh, he was what? One for 10,000. It's like, yeah, he said, he said 10,000 conspiracies. You are going to hit a target at some point. Yeah. And not to mention you're kind of nullified as any voice of reason when you have, 
you know, your sponsors say a lot about your legitimacy. Yeah. I really believe that. And if you're sponsored by like Alpha Brain, I'm sorry, you're just a moron. You're just retarded. <laughs> and I know it's this is my feeling on the word retarded these days. It's you shouldn't, it's offensive, it's wrong to say. But sometimes I'm willing to endure the social disapproval that accompanies saying retarded so that I can most adequately express myself to call them retarded. Does that right. make sense? Like I, yeah. I understand it's bad. I'm a bad person for saying it, but I, I got to say it. I'm sorry. It's the best word. <laughs> yeah. I said it earlier and I, th- I felt the same way. It's like, whatever. Um, but the thing is not alpha brain would be an improvement on this. The pills that he hawks, <laughs> like, he, <laughs> he hawks like fucking the weirdest shit of all time. Like, yeah, and that's the, his show. His whole show is an excuse to do that. Are He's you, like, are you having him. trouble staying hard while another man fucks your wife? Well, you're going <laughs> <laughs> to want to want cuck. It's more predator. It's like essential oils. It's like, you know, those harmful cancer medicines will do rub this oil on your arm and it'll fucking go away naturally the way God intended it to work. You know what it is? It's goop. hurting people. It's goop for morons. It's goop for, it's goop for white male morons, probably for the most part. That's what people are saying. Joe Rogan is. They're saying Joe Rogan is goop for, for white men. Oh, it's accurate. uh, It's totally accurate. It's in a way, I guess. But I mean, I I guess, I mean, the, 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 I don't think Joe, I mean, it's just like, it's fear factor guy. Like who thinks that he's the end all be all of anything. You know what I mean? It's like, he's had, like, I understand his rise and I understand the appeal of his show. And I like Joe Rogan. I really do. And, but like, it's also, he's not a religion for me. Like I don't go to Joe Rogan to make sense of the world. Yeah. (laughs) There's no, there's, and if you do, I'm, you're just, you're taking Joe Rogan wrong. He's a fucking comedian. None of us are any, you don't go to comedians for anything like other than laughs. Joe Rogan. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm over anyone with a net worth of a hundred million dollars complaining about cancel culture. I'm just, I'm sorry. Whatever happened from it, you have profited from it. So just, you don't get to complain about it. I don't know. To me, to his me, career uh, is largely tied to complaining about cancel culture, and that's just like a fact. Like it's just like you the think same so. Way. You think it's largely tied to it? I think it is a component of his ascendancy and retainment of said ascendancy. Is but I, ooh, he gives I, voice to people who complain about cancel culture constantly? And uh, right, but I know, also think that like cancel. you have a mansion and a, you have a fucking compound. Yeah, but you could also argue that the reason why he ha- he he's made himself uncancelable by creating his own thing, and it's also like you could also make the point that he, he it, it's like he can be upset about the the direction that the world is going in without it directly affecting his bank account. So I get what you mean. I get that there's a lot of disingenuous. I mean, I think Republicans have kind of co opted cancel culture, uh, yeah. and, and I and I to me it's nauseating. And I get like you hear people railing against it and sometimes you just roll your eyes like who is canceling you fucking Jerry Seinfeld. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. people are like, I can't do colleges anymore. It's like, was Chris Rock really going to do a college this year? 
Yeah. Like, you know, but I, yeah, yeah. at the I same mean, time, it's, it's just like, I didn't, sorry, Jerry Seinfeld, I didn't see you at the NACA festival. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. didn't see you with the booth next to mine. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, it's like, did you see the guy on Jeopardy? The guy on this no. guy on Jeopardy won three games in a row and he put up his fingers like this to display he won three in a row. Someone screenshotted it and said that this is a white power sign and that he was a white supremacist doing a white supremacy sign. And this guy was getting fucking death threats on the internet and he had to make all these posts renouncing white supremacy. And then the thing is when you do that, when you say I renounce white supremacy, they're making you do that. So like it's like your name is now attached to white supremacy. Even if it's renouncing it, it's still in the conversation. Your name now is in the conversation with white supremacy where it doesn't belong in any way at all. So it's like, yeah, cancel culture can suck. But like, what is that? The internet goes crazy. They take a screenshot out of context. The people are sending this guy death threats. You never know the crazy people world we live in. Like, I don't think that we know for sure of a time when somebody read something on the internet, overreacted and went and murdered somebody. But like the way this is going, it's going to happen sooner or later. And someone's going to wound up dead based off of something that had nothing to do with anything that they actually did. And this is this world we live in now. So like as much as, you know, cancel culture gets, a, it's annoying to talk about and, and maybe it's overblown in some ways. Like it's very real that there's this lynch mob on the internet that really can ruin people's lives. That guy now, if, if he gets, goes to apply to a new job and someone Googles his name, they're going to see his name in the same sentence as white supremacy. It's like, that's not fair. This guy didn't do anything remotely wrong anywhere in the capacity of wrong. He was on jeopardy for fuck's sake. You know, they're, you know, jeopardy, the hotbed of fucking white supremacy. Get the well, fuck out of here. Well, do you not know how much money Jeopardy has generated for wealthy white landowning citizens? So maybe you <laughs> should check your fucking privilege. There, uh, there's, a, you know, there's like two stories of that. Like what, what you're saying is like, I think that's true. I think somebody is going to end up like getting um, someone, some high profile person is probably going to end up uh, committing suicide over some like social yeah. media bullying or whatever. And that's our, it's already happened, but not in two instances that I know of, but they were kind of low profile in terms of like the celebrity sort of one was in Japan. So that's probably why you haven't heard of it. There was a, a person on a reality show, a Japanese reality show, and she did something in the house, you know, she, whatever she got into a fight with one of the people in the house did something. And then people online, like, just fucking slammed her and was like, fuck you, oh, you fucking bitch. I hope you kill yourself. That kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up and she killed herself. And then, yeah. so that I think they might've like, they're starting to make laws in Japan about that. I Good don't know. riddance, right? And then there was, <laughs> and then there was <laughs> a, sorry, a, a porn star. There was a porn star who killed herself because she, she didn't want to have, she didn't want to film a scene with a dude who had also like had sex with men without him getting some kind of test. And then people were like, you fucking homophobic bitch. Fuck you. I hope you fucking get it. And she killed herself. And then, uh, which one was it? I wonder, it's (laughs) like two things people don't care about the lives of right now. Asian people and porn stars. Wait until it happens to a America's sweetheart. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Really? Like once it happens to like some kind of Zendaya or something. Yeah. (laughs) White person who people care about. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it, it's it's not a, it's not a good thing, and I think like this weird tendency, and like I've heard people go, it's not cancel culture, it's consequence culture. It's like, well, what are the consequences of the Jeopardy guy? What tell me, like, and also like by the way, like if if remember that game we used to play where you do the circle game underneath of your thing, yeah. and if your friend looks at it, you get somebody on four, yeah, someone on four chan started a rumor completely that that was like a jo- as a joke that that was a white supremacy symbol. And then white supremacists started doing it. Yeah. It's almost like the proud boys was started as a joke. And then white supremacists actually took it over. So like, but it just goes to like the symbol itself of, of this little game that we used to play where you did the circle game, just because white supremacists have co-opted that and took and basically said, that's what they do. Doesn't mean that anybody who plays the circle game is a white supremacist. That's fucking ridiculous retarded to think i'm sorry <laughs> like there's like again it's like it goes it's just the death of nuance we have no nuance anymore no one can just have two things be true at once you can't be like oh the jeopardy guy put up three fingers because he won three games and also the three percenter is this group of white supremacist militia people who by the way let's just be honest there's probably 40 of them worldwide they use that sign so he must be involved no no you're an idiot you're an idiot you're an idiot if you think that and the fact is that people want to score points and dunk on the other side and do like the casualties of it no one gives a fuck about because they just want to be right and they want to embarrass the other side and they want to use whatever evidence there is even if it's a complete fucking fabrication to make the other side look stupid also if you have to if you have to give me the history of why it's bad in the article, then it's not the, it's not a thing. If you have to That's educate true. me, yeah. why, why if he sticks his middle finger out at the end of jeopardy and that becomes like controversial, then I understand. But like, yeah. if he just puts up three fingers and you have to tell me why that was bad in like yeah. a three paragraph essay, then I, it's not bad. Cause I you didn't know, even know. You know, what would have been tight if he threw up the Dane cook super finger, the Sufi. And <laughs> yeah. Just like, Fuck yeah. He might as well have this. It's this exact same. Also, like if you're a white supremacist and you throw up the, if you throw up your sign at the end of jeopardy, it's the exact same thing as doing the, ah, the V with the tongue. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> But it's yeah, like, uh, but you know how innocent holding up three fingers is? Is yeah. you know, like, there's literally kids right now in like preschool learning how to do math on their fingers, and they're at one point they're holding up three fingers to count them. Like, but it's just, it's not, it's a fucking innocent holding up fingers should never in any way at all be anything other than just holding up fingers. If somebody is using it to, to signal that they're white supremacist and they are a white supremacist, then the thing that we're damning isn't fingers. It's white supremacy. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's so stupid. People It'd be like obs- anybody wearing an orange shirt is a white supremacist. And then you just decide that and white supremacists start wearing exclusively orange shirts. And then like some guy is wearing an orange Cleveland brown shirt, has no idea. And you're like, he's a white supremacist. And like, what are you talking about? People are obsessed with symbols and optics in a way that's just, it, it's, it doesn't even make sense to me. That's why, you, you know, you see all, like when you talk about like, oh, like movies are getting too woke or something. It's like, really, they're just like uh, doubling down on like metaphor and like symbolism and like why people want statues taken down and stuff because it's like all about these like actionable symbols because you can't really fix a problem if that makes sense like 
Yeah. I, also, like one thing <laughs> that's funny to me is like, you know, this guy is getting death threats and all this stuff for putting up this supposed white um, white power symbol. And then he has to denounce white power. So then he's probably getting death threats from all the white power people afterwards. being <laughs> like, Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's a total cock up. I, I can talk about, uh, you want to uh, hear an interesting list I read last night? Yes. Yeah. I want to ask you gentlemen, uh, who do you think the richest, this was the list. Um, friend and I were discussing the richest athlete, uh, in the world. Who do you think the richest athlete in the world is? Ronaldo? Off top. F- a current or former? Like in their Re- entire... Oh, or I'd say Ronaldo. Ever? Yeah, ever. Uh, oh, Michael Jordan might be one. Ronaldo might be two. Um, s- solid be, guesses. I'm assuming it's going to be somebody random like Federer or something. Yeah, it's, I think Federer, Federer owns is, is definitely big, but I don't know if he's in the... So here's who it was. MJ was number three. Interesting. Number Interesting. two was some guy I've never fucking heard of who I think Pele? played like a few years in some sport, but mostly just got rich off like some random shit. Doesn't even matter. But number one on this list Pele. of world's most uh, world's richest athletes was Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started cracking I up mean- on like... Um, technically, he's not an athlete. I was annoyed with the list, including him. It was MJ was number one. Uh, that, that random guy. Now he got rich off some other shit and happened I mean, to have played pro sports. Vince McMahon is not. It is. If ahead, you Chris. consider, if you consider competitive dancing athlete an athletic endeavor, then yes. Because I wouldn't even know. say that though, because in competitive dancing, the outcome's not predetermined. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he literally writes the script. He's the in charge of the whole thing. It would be like if Dana White was called an athlete. Like I know, but he's compete. Like he's. I know he has. He's gone in the ring. But Dana White doesn't actually go in the ring. (laughs) Yeah, but but I mean, you know, you know what it felt like to me. It felt like Vince McMahon saw that list somewhere and just told his assistant, "Hey, email that guy. I want to be number one." Yeah. We'll give him a hundred K. Just I want to. I'm an athlete. I'm an athlete. I do this shit all the time. Here's the thing: like, are are you an athlete if you play basketball and you don't keep score? Well, wait. What do you get paid? I mean, I'm just saying, is it athletic to do that? Yeah, I would say. Wait, if you go like that guy plays basketball every day in the park, would you say he's athletic? Well, I okay. So I think an athlete is someone who competes athletically. I I just want to say one thing. I resent (laughs) Christian trying to get us into a trap, and I'm just going to say the fifth. If if you play basketball every day at the park, I wouldn't say that makes you an athlete per se. I think an athlete is someone who competes at a high level in an athletic event, like a professional athlete, like someone who makes money or is like really damn good. Like if you play college basketball, you're an athlete. But yeah. if you play at the park, you know, just playing doesn't necessarily make you an athlete. Right. I, it, well, here's the thing. It's like, then it's like, uh, I'm not even trying to defend it. I'm just trying to define what an athlete is. Is a Cirque du Soleil performer an athlete? Yeah. Mm. 
Well, then, then a wrestler should be an athlete because it's the same thing. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying wrestlers aren't athletes. I'm saying Vince McMahon is not an athlete. Oh, well. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I'm saying, like, they, the wrestlers do athletic things. Sure. And they get paid for it. And, like, they do things that not everybody can do. And a lot of them already have backgrounds in in you know, yeah. other type of stuff. Sure. But Vince McMahon is not an athlete just <laughs> right, because he right. stepped in the ring yeah. and like taken a, a punch or something. He's not an athlete. Yeah. That'd be like if George Steinbrenner was number one on the list. Cause he like threw a ball. Yeah. Wrestlers are athletes, but Vince McMahon's not an athlete. I don't know. It's because Vince McMahon weird. isn't there because he's good. Yeah, yeah, it's not like he. It's not like the reason why he's in the ring is because of his merit as a wrestler. He's the owner, <laughs> so he can do whatever he wants. I do yeah, want to. Yeah. Not sorry, sorry, yeah. I killed your thing. But yeah. I just want to. Now that like we're going. Actually, you should go because it, it's going to get off go topic. Off king. It's, I'm go, off <laughs> king. go off king. Well, it's kind of like circling all back. But there's a transgender wrestler, not in WWE, in a different company called AEW. Right. Oof, thank God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was intentionally ironically transphobic and maybe you can't even do irony go on it's a male male to female athlete right um and uh so they gave her the women's championship she won the women's championship Mm. and then like val venus an ex-wrestler retired wrestler was like this is fucking bull he's a trumper guy but he was like this is fucking bullshit that's a mockery to like all the women wrestlers this is horse shit. <laughs> but I'm like, I mean, it's it's staged though. Like it doesn't <laughs> matter. Like <laughs> again, it's not like men competing with like Serena Williams or anything. It's like <laughs> she didn't win it though. <laughs> she didn't actually win anything. It's 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 a show. Like it, that'd be yeah. like being mad that they wrote Walter White to make a billion dollars in the show. Like it's a, yeah. It was. <laughs> It'd be like Walter White's not a billionaire. He should have been on the Forbes list. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was funny bringing it all back there. That but, is yeah. a very uh, that's a very hilarious thing for someone to get mad at. I'm when absolutely was okay with trans wrestlers. Anyway, when was that list published, uh, Brett? I don't remember, so I, you know. Okay, because if that was new, then I feel like WWE would never not take an opportunity to promote that. <laughs> Vince McMahon was higher than, because they would say on their show, higher than Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's, I mean, he just, you know, it's Vince McMahon is trying to measure his dick against everyone else all the time. He's a competitive guy. Having said that, I am still surprised he has more money than Michael Jordan because... Michael Jordan right. owns an NBA team. <laughs> like yeah. That's Michael like Jordan. instant billionaire. Like well, if you no, own an NBA team. It's not even just that. It's that he is the, like the face and name and brand behind one of the most famous clothing. It's like a subsidiary of Nike, but like one of the most famous yeah. clothing company like logos sure, in the world. Yeah. And, but my and, point is, is like so is LeBron and a bunch of other yeah. people. But, like, but here's the thing. LeBron. Michael Jordan gets money off of every shoe LeBron sells because it's under the Jordan umbrella. Yeah, totally. No, my point is, is though, like the prerequisite of owning an NBA team is nothing other than you have to be a billionaire. If you own an NBA team, you have to be a billionaire. Right. There's no application process. (laughs) Yeah. Like LeBron James currently, even if he retired tomorrow, couldn't just go buy an NBA team because he's not a billionaire yet. He will be. He definitely will be. 
uh, he's going on that Jordan path. But like, that's what's so impressive that. So fucking Vince McMahon is a billionaire. Like he, yeah, he's been that. I mean, look, he's gotten a piece of every, every piece of merchandise Hulk Hogan has ever sold. Every piece of merchandise Stone Cold yeah. has ever sold. Every piece of merchandise The Rock has ever sold. John Cena. He's gotten a taste of all that. He even got a taste of The Rock when he was starting in Hollywood, which is insane. He got a he piece did. of his, yeah. When The Rock first left and like started doing Scorpion King, Vince McMahon like got a piece of it because he used The Rock name that's why for a while he was dwayne johnson yeah because then vince mcmahon couldn't get a piece of it which he's just so he's he's so shrewd (laughs) he's so shrewd and the annoying thing is is that he acts like when you leave him like oh you're a fucking dick you're a dick for leaving me and not giving me a piece of like half of all your merchandising you asshole (laughs) <laughs> he should do other shit like we should put this guy to use like he should promote he should he should be the guy he's, he should be the executive producer of the oscars vince well, yeah <laughs> dude he's like this it. guy exactly this I mean, guy actually, will make no. it fucking make it watchable <laughs> you will make it watchable <laughs> yeah, yeah shut this, the fuck up if you're gonna act like you wouldn't watch mcvince uh, would, in a million would, percent that's actually genius it would actually be so classless and so perfect <laughs> like he would the nominees would be fucking like last action hero <laughs> in 2022 he would nom- he would just nominate the nominees for best picture would just be the last five clint yeah. eastwood movies yeah exactly <laughs> he would like put all of the people up on the stage and like try to make them cry if they lose and like, yeah. just like you know what he would do he'd do a cage match where the oscar was at the yeah. top of it and they'd like <laughs> He would just, yeah, it would just be chaos. Remember that year where they read out the wrong thing? They, yeah. He would do that like seven times for real. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but scripted. Uh, but but even point, so, yeah. like, yeah. But even without, like, I am guarantee you that if he was forced to do it, he might find a way to do it in an interesting way without even going full heel. Because right, that guy yeah. is just like... That guy just has that fucking gene where he's just like, how yeah. do you fucking do this? Like, I don't know. It's true because, like, I mean, the XFL, the original XFL, like, the NFL stole a bunch of, like, technical yeah. stuff that they did. I would love it, though, if uh, – I want to ask on that, but I would love that Oscars. He's like, all right, we wrote an arc for you, Leo. You're going <laughs> to fuck Charlton Heston's corpse. And it's going to be dark and twisted. And twisted. <laughs> what did the, ex- the NFL – We hit the him? Oscar in Charlton Heston's <laughs> coffin. You're going to bury him up. <laughs> Disgrace the grave. Desecrate everything. And then pull out your Oscar. And then kiss my ass. (laughs) (laughs) And if you could do a couple uh, suck it to the camera, that'd be great. Some crotch chops. (laughs) Uh, He's a genius, though. But I think that's uh, that's a pretty good place to wrap that up. Yep. Yeah. Where are you guys going to be? Go ahead. Nowhere. All right. I'll promote Brettcoin.org. If you Mm -hmm. go to Brettcoin.org, it's recently relaunched. Yeah, we, we actually, I realized it's really hard to launch your own trading platform a la Robinhood or Ameritrade. Turns out it's out of my budget. So <laughs> I've, we're getting Breitcoin on official exchanges, but right now we're in pre-market. You can get them at okay. 10 cents a share. We're doing a pre-market of 100K shares. I've already uh, moved tens of thousands based off of one podcast appearance. So 
Uh, I think it's going to be pretty good. I'm pretty excited. I'm getting interviewed by an econ professor uh, soon because he heard about it and wants to interview me. So that's great, a lot, dude. I, a lot of exciting shit. You should get into. I love how I'm looking at the website right now. The bull case and the bear case. <laughs> the bear case. You know what the bear case is? None, sucker. <laughs> there is no bear case. <laughs> There is. Eat it. Eat my <laughs> This kids. is so funny. When you click on the bear case, for people who don't know, the bull in Wall Street is like aggressive buy, buy, buy. The bear is like, you know, conserve sell. and be, yeah. sell and, you know. So um, the bear case is you click on it and then it just says that there is none. Then there's a picture of bread and then it just says bitch. <laughs> 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 yeah, you got to go to brettcoin.org. Oh, so, good. Brett. You should get into like all these cryptos and you should get into NFTs. Like you should just like print, like maybe do an NFT of like an album cover or something like just really go into this, uh, this crypto thing. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to, I, I, you know, the goal, the part of the story is it's trying to make enough money to make the movie Christian. And I wrote it's genuinely true. So, uh, you know, it, the way, if you want to buy, shoot me an email or a message and, uh, my dev, developer dev tech head will assist you with that right and i see that right here that's uh uh brett at brettrable.com that's right email brett at brett at brettrable.com and um this is i'm using my plug for this too because i really want this movie to get made um so if it's uh they wrote i don't know we've, we've talked about it here a little bit i think but they wrote this really great movie brett and christian and the script is amazing and it's just one of those things that it would take a studio with some balls to make. And we don't know if that exists at the moment. So if they could put it basically in their own hands and create it themselves, it would be fucking amazing. And I want to support that too. So get Brett coin, fund this project, get that Brett coin. Oh, oh my God, everyone. I'm crying. We all used <laughs> Christian. Come on. That'd be great. Him. He gave, he gets the money for Bitcoin and just like leaves ditches town. <laughs> I never hear from him again. <laughs> Last I heard he moved to the end of the Cayman islands. islands. <laughs> yeah. He just, he took his money offshore. <laughs> I, am no, I am no fraudster. I am no fraudster. Cool. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next week.